Hey, what's up? Brian Phillips here. Welcome to the Grace Ops Podcast. This is like our 43rd episode. Really exciting to be able to build out all this content. In the Grace Ops culture, we're literally just getting started. I mean, we, we want to reach the entire world, specifically the United States. We want to go after the heart of men and train them and equip them to live upright through the power of God's grace. And the way we're going to do that is by infiltrating the backyards, training and teaching leaders on how to do this in small sections of men, three men, five men, 15 men, 35 men, all across the country. So we got a lot of fun stuff we'll be rolling out over the next two, three, or four decades. It's going to be great. Anyway, I got to bring this uh, episode here to you today. And as I do that, please check out our website, graceops.net. Um Check out all of our stuff. Subscribe to the podcast. Help us spread the word. And you might hear us say that a lot, but we really mean it. Like literally go share this podcast with somebody. It helps expose them to um, what God is doing and what God's creating. And there's two powerful elements to Grace Ops. And it's evangelism and discipleship. It's real simple. God is using uh, Grace Ops to actually get men who might not come to a church typically to come into some type of event for men. And, and and we're seeing over the course of two or three events, we're seeing guys, hey, I want to check out church or I want to get into your podcast or I want to kind of figure some things out like how, like I really like the conversation where you're talking about and I do like the idea of how you're presenting Christ. And so it's actually been pretty cool. And just a couple of days ago, I got a, a story that was shared with me about uh, an atheist, someone who claims that they don't believe in God, kind of tuned into the Grace Ops culture, been following us online and I just got word the other day um, that this so-called atheist, if he is a hardcore atheist, that's what I was told, is kind of digging the message and, and really liking the way we put things out there about the God stuff and what's going on with our country and all that kind of stuff too. So I want to lay out a really powerful thought for you today. It's a simple thought, but it's really powerful. And as I do so, I want to use just a quick little illustration so I've got this pantry door in my house and every now and then someone's in the pantry and the light switch is right outside the pantry door. So, you know, you can quickly like shut the door, kill the light. And then you get this like fun tug of war between the door, who, whoever's on the other side of the door and typically me, cause I'm normally like a prankster at home. And so it'll be like one of my kids pushing with all their might to open the door. And, and there's this tension and pressure on the door because I'm pushing it closed. They're on the inside, pushing it open. And every now and then they'll get an inch or two on me. And then I kind of brute force it closed again. And, you know, we have this little fun two you know, 20, 30 seconds of just having some fun. But in the middle of that, the door, the pressure on the door is just fun to watch. And, and you can feel the pressure. Now think about this. If I were to all together just step away from the door and just let it fling open, <laughs> one of my, my kids would go flying across the kitchen, probably hurt themselves. But you get the, you get the illustration, right? There's, this, there's these forces um, kind of working in opposition together. And if you just get out of the way on either side, the amount of force and power is just going to be multiplied very powerfully and maybe even dangerously in this illustration. But I woke up the other day and I was thinking about men. I was thinking about my own life. And I was thinking about this culture we live in 
We live in a culture that is kind of coming through for our throats. I mean, it's a culture that's coming against even believing in God. The destruction of the American family. I mean, this isn't like theory anymore. Things that we think about or talk about, this is happening. Our laws are changing. I mean, it's just interesting, difficult, and and hard to watch. Hard to understand. But the hope in it all is that we knew this was coming. We knew these types of days would be coming. So we're not shocked entirely. But the hope of it all is the darker the background gets and the harder the culture gets and the riskier the gospel gets, the more power it possesses. So there's this phrase that Jesus Jesus spoke about. And you know, the point of this podcast is to talk about living upright. Living a right that living a life that's upright and godly before before God and man. And Jesus has this phrase, and he was he was talking to his disciples. You might remember right before into the cross, and maybe you're like, hey, I'm not around this God stuff. I don't know the Bible at all. And that's cool. Just check this out. Maybe it's the first time you've ever heard it before. And Jesus just said simple words. Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You might have heard that phrase somewhere, shape, or form somehow. You know, it's, it's kind of a, that's kind of a more popular quote from Christ. You know, the spirit is willing, but the flesh. And the scripture says spirit, spirit is will, is it, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And sometimes if we're not careful, we can focus on the latter part of that. We can focus on the f- flesh being weak. We can identify with that because we struggle with stuff or we, we, we didn't hit the mark. Maybe we didn't live upright. We, we kind of bombed it in some areas. So we can think we can always think, oh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But the flesh is weak, but the flesh is weak. So we kind of we kind of gravitate. We get that side way more than we get the the former part. The the spirit is indeed willing. I mean, I want you to focus on that with me for a couple minutes. It's like the pressure on that door. My flesh is pushing the door in one direction. But the, the willing, indeed, spirit inside of me is, is pushing the energy in the other direction. So this door can go one way or the other. And if I may, but I'm the one that kind of controls the decisions in this battle of the spirit, indeed, is willing. The spirit is willing. What does that mean? Does it just mean your human spirit? Or does it mean your human human spirit as a temple infused with the living God? See, I believe when, when we yield our hearts to Christ and we receive the powerful work he did for us on the cross, we become filled with the Holy Spirit. And the proof that you're filled with the Holy Spirit, some people would say, oh, you have to speak in other tongues. Now, I believe that. Um, I believe in speaking in other tongues. I'm not, I don't believe the way I just said it, though. I don't believe that just speaking in tongues is the proof that you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. I actually, this is what I believe the Bible teaches. That the proof that you've been filled with the Holy Spirit is that you are a bold witness of resurrection. So now you've got this, you've got the very Spirit of Christ himself living inside of you. Very mysterious, but living inside of us as temples. 
And yet this thought, right, the Spirit indeed is willing. That Holy Spirit inside of us is willing to live upright, willing to renew our minds, willing to, if we just get the flesh out of the way, right? Like if you just look at that door analogy and say that Spirit is trying to open the door and that flesh is trying to close the door, well, if you just take the flesh energy out of it through the renewed mind and you just get one good thought going and you go, I'm just going to get out of the way, that that Spirit of God in us is so willing. It's going to come busting out of that door and it's going to take us down paths of righteousness for his namesake. It'll blaze a trail of God's glory and glory for God in ways that we'll, we've never experienced. But see, sometimes we get stuck on this thought like this flesh is weak, the flesh is weak. And we're always talking about where we're weak and maybe identifying how we didn't make it. But I wanted to help you to emphasize the, the first part of this, that inside of you, As a man of God, the grace of God will train you and show you that the Holy Spirit in you is so willing, so mightily willing, like that door now, just boom, you know, just full on energy to live your life, to infuse that holy passion, that zeal for God's house to overcome the flesh, to renew the mind, to be in tune with your authentic self and who God created you to be. Oh, it's a beautiful journey we're on. This podcast probably will encourage you. It won't solve all the issues in your life. That's why this journey is awesome, right? I've been on this journey for 25 years. And no, not nowhere can I point to one thing that was like, oh, that one did it. I got to point to like you know, 16 things. And oh my gosh, this one over here, I can't forget this. And all through the years and the miracles and the stories, the key is to to always be hungry. Don't get so satisfied. Be focused on your divine purpose. Be focused on living a godly life, on living upright and godly in this present age. That should be a focus and should be something that we put discipline towards. So I just wanted to bring that to you today. Let that be a powerful thought for you. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit inside of you, man, man of God. Maybe you'd say, oh, I'm not a man of God. I don't know about all that. That makes me nervous, that talk, that church talk. I'm going to run the other way. Don't run. You know you're in this conversation. You're drawn to this for a reason. Maybe it's your time to yield your heart to the living God. Maybe it's your time to say, Father, forgive me for I've sinned against you. I want to receive the beautiful work that your son did on the cross. I want to just receive it to feel good in the moment. I want to receive it to learn how to live it. I want to devote myself to you as a disciple, as one who follows. Hey, maybe that's you. Pray that prayer. Get a hold of me. Get a hold of somebody. But nonetheless, today, wherever you are listening to this podcast, remember that the Spirit of God in you through His grace is indeed willing to do mighty things in you and through you. Until next time, live upright.